get the kettle on, grab a brew, because you're listening to Coffee and Dark Reads. Hi, this is Paula Acton, and you're back for another episode of Coffee and Dark Reads. And this week I'm going to talk about stepping outside your comfort zone. As authors, we all have a way we like to work. We have a genre that we feel more comfortable in. We have rituals that we go through when we're writing. So sometimes we can get stuck in a bit of a rut. And I know for me this last year, I've been in that rut. I've been struggling to finish off projects that I got really excited about starting. And then I sort of lost my way with them just because of real life stuff that distracts you, puts you off and you just can't quite get back into the swing. And what has helped me this year to get back into it is an amazing collab that I've become part of. It started with a Facebook post. But it started with a request for 33 authors from around the world to write a story together. And that is as mad as it sounds. The idea is that there's all of us writing different chapters and somehow at the end we're going to create this cohesive book, this one story, and it is working. It is absolutely fabulous. But what it also is, is a sense of community. It's people that are there, they've got your back, they're cheering you on. And so many of the authors in that group have all been at that point where they're stuck on their current work in progress. They've put their work in progress aside, they've come back to this, written their chapter, their two chapters, their interlinks with other chapters, and it has really got everybody fired up again to sort of work, go back and work on their own projects and to really, really push forward. And I think sometimes we need that. Sometimes you just need to take that step back from what you're staring at, take a step away from the blank screen, from the blank piece of paper, and try something different. And more and more I see authors doing collabs with other authors. And it's a really, really good way of having somebody to cheer you on, somebody to be there with you and support you, when you really, really feel down. It's also a great way for new authors to get involved and to become part of the community and to learn the craft. Because if you're writing with an experienced author, they're going to take on the majority of the editing, all the boring stuff, the formatting. And it's also inspired me to step back and look at the published works I've already got out. I've recently taken down Disintegration from KU with the intention of redoing the interior for it. Um, just to not adopt, not really changing anything in terms of stories, but just changing how the actual book looks inside. And that's something I am noticing as well with a lot of other authors at the minute. There's a lot of my friends that are out there changing covers up and rebranding and, you know, sort of generally making everything look fabulous. Now, I don't want to change the cover for Disintegration because I love that photo. Um, and I have considered whether to give it a gloss finish this time. I might order the proof in that and have a look. But fundamentally, 
I don't want to mess around with it too much because of the people that have already bought it. Wouldn't be fair to them if they've spent money on it, bought it, and then I make it look too good. And it is also my first book that I had out. So it's not the best book that I've written. But it is a perfect introduction to my writing style. So, as I say, I'm going to give the interior a little bit of a pep up. And then relaunch that with hopefully tying it in with the, as a newsletter freebie maybe. Although I do have really mixed thoughts on that. Um, I have to say, I know quite a few people that are using BookFunnel to get their mailing lists bumped up, bumped up. However, in conversations with them, they've all said the same thing. They get all these numbers signed up and then people never open the actual newsletter themselves. So I'm a little sceptical about whether or not that's worth that. But I'm, you know, give it a go. See if we get any numbers from it. See if we get any interaction from it. Because that's what you need. You need the organic interactions. You need the people that are actually going to comment and like on your posts and say hello and actually interact with you. Not just somebody that will click to get a free book, never read it. Hands up. I'm guilty there. I have downloaded God knows how many free books that are set on my Kindle waiting to be read and... I haven't got round to. I have got round to some good ones though, so they will be um, going up some reviews soon on my blog. You can find the blog over at paularacton.com, but also just go on my Facebook page. Everything goes through there, so that's a really good place. Just if you want to find it, may find out what I'm up to, find out what's going on anywhere else. You know, go over there, hit like, hit follow, hit notifications, hit anything you like. Um, just don't send me rude messages. I I really don't know anyone that has ever looked at a picture of the male genitalia and thought, oh, I really want to date that guy. Um, it just doesn't happen. So we just hit block and delete and carry on about our business. It is a sad fact that a lot of female authors do get these sort of unsavoury images sent to our usually professional pages rather than our personal profiles. And, you know, in mine, it's not really classed as erotica, although there is a lot of sex and sexual violence and taboo subjects. I know that people that write out-and-out out erotica get sent far more than I do. And... It is something that you have to learn to deal with. You know, it will be so easy to get offended at each one. But really, you just have to pity them for thinking that they've got something worth sending. When in the majority of cases, they haven't. Um, but there are so many other things that you have to deal with as an author. It's difficult and that's the times when you do struggle to keep the motivation going and it's so important to find a community out there whether it's half a dozen writers that you just have a little Facebook chat group with whether it's doing the signings and meeting authors in person becoming friends and having backup that way or whether it's joining a local writing group and you know before you publish and getting feedback from them 
it is so important to find a way to get the support to keep you going when the times look dark and they do for everyone we all have the self-doubt I was explaining to a friend that's reading one of my books currently that it's easier for a thousand people to read it that I don't know than to have one friend read it because I'm going to worry like hell as to whether she likes it, if she says she likes it, is she just saying that because she doesn't want to upset me? These are the insecurities that every writer goes through. And I say every writer, I dare say there are some out there that think they're wonderful and believe in their work completely and never have a moment's doubt and good on them. But I've yet to meet one. So I'm going to leave it there for this week. Next week I'm going to be back and it will be reading week next week. Um, not sure yet whether I'm going to read from one of mine or find something else to read to you. I do have a few dark reads loitering, so we shall see. Take care, and I'll see you all next week. Bye.